Hello, listeners. It's me, Jefferson White, Jimmy Herdstrom on Yellowstone. While we are waiting with bated breath for Yellowstone to return, we want to share some special behind-the-scenes access to the show with you. Someone you don't see on screen, but who is crucial to the look of everything Yellowstone is our incredible costume designer, Janetta Boone. Janetta's vision has an impact well beyond the screen. I don't think that any of us anticipated that the Yellowstone style would become a worldwide fashion trend. So get ready for an incredible conversation about why the characters look exactly the way they do. If you're anything like me, you've been Googling how to get various Western style jackets for five seasons now. It turns out there's a lot of significance to each piece of clothing. They're all chosen for a very specific reason and they're all a very important part of the creative process. You're gonna hear more about that right after this break. CBS Friday and streaming on Paramount Plus. Calfire's coming to you! Don't miss TV's hottest show, Fire Country. This is a high complexity rescue with a low chance of success. Follow the rules, and you shave another day off your sentence. Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else. You're not an inmate, you're a firefighter. Bring it on. Fire Country. New episode Friday, 9 8 Central on CBS, and now streaming on Paramount Plus. So as promised, we are going to share a fascinating chat with Yellowstone costume designer Janetta Boone. She recently sat down with Today Show lifestyle contributor Jill Martin. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to bring you this special conversation with Janetta Boone, the costume designer on Yellowstone. But before we go there, I want to share some exciting news about a new initiative I've had the pleasure of working alongside Janetta on called Shop the Scenes. Shop the Scenes is the official way to shop for authentic items from across your favorite TV shows, movies, and more. You can find everything ranging from Beth Dutton's dresses, coats, accessories, to Rip's wedding ring, um, and yes, even John Dutton's signature cowboy hat. So, I hope you'll visit shopthescenes.com, see it, love it, buy it. And now, as promised, on to my fabulous conversation with Janetta. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jill. Uh, what an honor. So, Janetta, one thing that's been really interesting to watch, and you know, you talked about it. I mean, you pick things, but then sometimes some of the characters or the actress actors will say, I'm feeling jeans or I'm feeling a dress. So how does the process work? Like, where does it start with the script? Like, walk me through it. So what generally happens is I'll start reading the scripts, whether I get them in advance or it just, it's, it, we're all on pins and needles waiting for the scripts to land. So we're envisioning what could possibly be happening, which is really funny, right? So we'll get the script, I'll read it once or twice, and then I'll start to really dive in and sort of dissect each scene because Taylor is so descriptive with his writing that he will write in what the environment is in terms of costumes and set and production design and everything. Oh, he does. I didn't realize that. So he'll say, what, what, what will it say? Beth should be in jeans and it, a cloak? Well, or, or he may say, well, maybe not so much with Beth, but he may say, uh, John Dutton wearing a suit, right? So when it, any when he's since he's in his gubernatorial, um, visually stimulating uh, <laughs> look at his attire, he would say JD's wearing a suit, or Casey is wearing a sport coat because he's you know the livestock commissioner. So it just depends. It's it's not always the case, 
And when it is, it's great. With Beth and where she's concerned, he may he he leaves it up to us, which is really a beautiful world. So once I read the whole script, then I'll start to build or pull from the closets that already exist for the characters. We all have closets in our own life. So I'll go to the closets and look and see what pieces are there and what pieces I've brought in and what pieces will come together beautifully to make up that particular look for that particular sequence, that scene. And I go back to real life a lot of times and pull on if Rainwater is in the office with Mo and JD walks in, what would that look like? Where is he coming from? Where is he going? And so a lot of times what the audience doesn't realize is that they're not seeing the backstory. They don't, they don't know where Rainwater has come from previously if it's not actually in the script or in the show. But we have to create a backstory around it that makes sense. So for instance, I had one of the viewers uh, send me, uh, send Rainwater, send Gail a DM and say, you know, when they were out looking, searching for the young missing women, indigenous women, why were you in a suit? Why weren't you in jeans? And I looked at him and I said, because you are the director, you're the commissioner of affairs, of native affairs. You had business before. You didn't know that this is what you were going to be going to. So interesting. Right. 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 So you have to, so you're like, okay, this person got called yes. in an emergency, but he didn't know he was going to have an emergency. Correct. So, wow. That's very interesting. I wouldn't have ever thought of that. So where Beth is concerned, she and I collaboratively look at things together and it's amazing because she has such a great keen eye, of course, for what fits her and her body. And then together, Kelly and I look at what fits Beth the best and what will work for her in these particular environments. So like her wedding dress, for instance, which was a huge spinoff of what we've ever seen her in. That was an incredible opportunity because before she got married, she was going to do mm -hmm. a conjugal, a conjugal, what's it? Jail. Conjugal right. visit at the, at the jail, yes. right? She was going to entice the guy looking like she's offering herself up for a sexual moment. And then when she leaves, she has this epiphany thought that she's going to get married because she doesn't know how long she's going to live after that moment. I don't know how many people really realize that. So while we're designing her look for her wedding, we also have to consider that we're look, designing the look for this visit in front of a prisoner that she really wants to kill. How challenging that was, right? So that jacket, tell me about what went in. So you have this sexy dress that we don't yes. normally see Beth in when she's going to entice the prisoner. Um, a very normal conversation. <laughs> and then you wanted something white. Was that where that came from? Well, we wanted to do, first going back to her dress, I wanted to do gold because it's opulent. It speaks, it's regal. It speaks, you know, richness and not overtly so. Silver would have been, you know, it's, it's, it's almost synonymous with being white, platinum, but it doesn't feel the same. And also because her hair is so golden, gold worked better with her overall look. Then to find a coat that was not snow white, like um, a polar bear white, but also had some of that richness of the gold in it, which is what the snow leopard has. There were all these things that went into it. And then we found the coat. And of course, it's in Europe. And we went pins and needles, hoping that it was going to get here in time. Then we needed more than one. 
it's always a scenario when it comes to pulling pieces together. It's, it's fascinating. So, and I know, you know, one of the most famous items and it continues to sell and sell and everybody asks for it and it's been replicated and copied, but the Lindsay Thornburg, that blue coat, um, the cloak that she wore. And that actually was not, that was actually a Kelly suggestion, right? You had another outfit and she said, I feel like this might fit. Well, it was, it wasn't so much that she had another outfit and she thought that that might fit. It was, we were filming and that particular day it was freezing. The temperature dropped suddenly and we didn't have the coat available for the scene. Did you know that cloak was going to be such a big hit when, like, are you able to envision to yourself, wow, people are going to want this? Oh, I knew it immediately. When she brought the cloak out, she says, okay, I just grabbed this. I literally just grabbed this and threw it in my car. What do you think? She always says, what do you think? And I, and I, most often I say, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so I said that. And when I looked at it, I said, this is going to be one of those coats that everyone's going to want to wear because the color is fantastic. It's yeah. also, exciting. It's, it's exciting and it speaks to the plains, you know, it's very Montana with the colors. I mean, Lindsay's in Montana. She built all of her pieces. She has a studio in Montana. She's from Montana or she lives in Montana. So, you know, it's the sky, it's the sunset, it's the mountain range, it's the land. All of that is encompassing. So that speaks to, of course, the people in Montana and then the people outside of Montana, streetwear or in New York or what have you, they have no idea why they love it so much because of the colors. They don't realize that it's the sunset and the sky and all the happy feeling and places that we all want to go to, right? No, <laughs> it just makes you happy. No, it's so true. And so I know that, that are a lot of the actors collaborative as collaborative as her? Like, I guess it's, it's, it's a show that's so interesting because somebody like Rip, he wears the same outfit almost all the time, right? Well... Funny you should say that because what he wears all the time is all black. It's not exactly the same. I was having this conversation earlier. His jacket is the same. His hat's the same. His jeans aren't even the same. He has four pairs of jeans that are different colors of blue and different degrees of uh, what we call aging. It's how much they've been worn in and worked in. His shirts, he has six different black shirts. And I've dyed them all different colors of undertones. So one black shirt may have a navy blue undertone, one black, which is very cold. So, and I do that because I like colors to have some warmth. Well, black comes because it's the combination of all colors. So when he's with Beth, what, what is the colorway of the black uh, to show his warmth towards her? So if he's only with Beth and he hasn't been anyplace else, because we have to remember that Rip comes in from right. work or he comes in from killing people or he comes right. taking people to the train Obviously. station. Right. But if he's just with Beth, then I, would, then I generally choose a warmer black, which is, has a brown undercoat, maybe even a deep forest green undercoat because her eyes are green. So it picks up on those little tiny nuances ever so slightly. That's really unbelievable. That is, I was like, oh, he wears the same outfit. No, and I'm wrong. CBS Friday and streaming on Paramount Plus. Campfire's coming to you! Don't miss TV's hottest show, Fire Country. This is a high complexity rescue with a low chance of success. Follow the rules. 
sting. You shave another day off your sentence. Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else. You're not an inmate. You're a firefighter. Bring it on. Fire Country. New episode Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. It must have been so interesting for you having to conceptualize the younger Beth, the younger and I mean, it was the younger Rip and seeing them, what they would look like. I mean, as a as a viewer, it was so exciting to see what Beth looked like. And you really showed us a glimpse of sort of how it evolved. You know, it's like where how it started, where it's going, you know, that Instagram Phenomenon. Yes, yes. The uh, the flashbacks are really pretty special. We we did an 1883 flashback too, which segued into the series, and just to show the whole family where it all began with Beth and Rip, because he has such um, you know such a challenging, dark, heavy past. I wanted to make sure that that translated in his look. He says to Beth on a somewhat regular basis, at least he said it, I know at least twice. He said once very clearly, Beth, I'm nowhere. I'm on no one's record. I don't exist, you know, right before they got mm-hmm. married. And so I, I constantly draw on those moments that Taylor writes in because he's a shadow. He's a ninja. He doesn't exist. So he has to remain in black. And when he was younger, when he, when, when young JD found him in the barn or actually, yeah, where was he? He was uh, on the property. He was on the ranch when he found him and he was so broken and so just a desperate and without life because of what happened to his mom and then what had to happen to his dad. When you're without life and, and void of any form or being at all, that's where you get black. And it's important for the costumes to translate the communications from Taylor in his writing as well and the world that he's building. With young Beth, all of her pieces are vintage and we've altered every last one of them. And what about Kevin Costner and how is he to, is he more of a, um, this is what I want to wear or is he open to, I mean, I'm sure, is Taylor very the most specific with him? Taylor has really provided me with an incredible license to do. That's awesome. It is so incredible. It's beyond awesome. It's extraordinary. And only so often does he chime in with a note uh, for something to be slightly different. And it's quite, it's, yes, it's It's breathtaking sometimes. It's very rare. So with JD becoming governor, the governor of Montana wears jeans and a sport coat and a shirt. They almost never wear neckties. They wear their cowboy hats. So for John Dutton, and and Kevin also gives me license to do what I do. In the beginning, he may have he may have had a thought when I came on in season two, but now he literally looks at me and says, "Well, well, what do you think?" I I, I think season three he wanted a few options. He said, "Well, let me see what else you have," but then he always goes back to my original. Uh, outfit that I presented and recommended. And so now he just says, well, what you got? And I'll just, and I'll present him with the outfit in its fullness 
head to toe. And he may say, well, let's try another color hat. Whether, because he has navy blue, he has brown, he has gray, he has black hats. And I'll say, sure, let's try these hats. But if I set a hat with it, maybe the navy hat, he'll look at me and he'll go, he'll say, you're right, it's the navy hat. <laughs> and, and that'll be it. And wow. It's, it, yeah, wow is exactly right. This is just so fascinating. So just tell us what to picture. Like, what does the Yellowstone closet look like? So our, the costume house at the, for Yellowstone is actually two buildings now. We poured over into another building last season. It's two buildings that are 3,500 square feet each. We keep every single thing, mainly because I don't know if Taylor's ever going to do a flashback. And he did a flashback in season four with Lee, who was killed mm -hmm. in season one. And if I got rid of the clothes that he was wearing, I really would have been in a bad way. So I keep everything. Everything is logged and cataloged per character. And if we don't see a need for it immediately, we put it aside in a container where it's, you know, where it's held with high regard with um, moth repellents and things of that nature, because that does exist. We are in a ranch land. There's moths everywhere. So we, you know, so we make sure that we keep the integrity of the garments and as well as catalog everything so we know what we have and where it is. Do you just love your job? I love my job. I do. I, I'm so passionate about what it is that I do. And that's what keeps me going every moment of the day when I'm doing my job. And it's never really a job. I, you know, when I'm doing my research my research is the people that I'm engaging with in the community. It's the sheriff's department. I go up to the sheriffs all the time and I'll say, guys, I'm the costume designer for Yellowstone. I just wanted to check out your uniform because I noticed that there's some things that are new and I have to get it right every time. And they said, we appreciate you because not always is it done right. We thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And then the people in the grocery store or in the casino or what have you, I just, and I want, and that is also an opportunity for me to engage the community because it's no mystery. There's no diversity in Montana. So when I walk around, people wonder who I am. Now people know sort of, well, they're part of the Yellowstone crew, but I want to invite them into our world. They can't come to set or anything, but if I include them in what it is that I'm doing, they're so welcoming and appreciative. So that even adds more to why I love my job so much. Janetta, thank you for your talent and your passion and for bringing us the most incredible looks and for getting all of the world into country couture. Oh my gosh, Jill. Thank you so much for having me. Our thanks to Jill and Janetta for sharing the secrets to dressing for success on Yellowstone. Don't forget to subscribe to the official Yellowstone podcast, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The official Yellowstone podcast is a production of 101 Studios and Paramount. This episode was produced by Scott Stone. Brandon Getchis is the head of audio for 101 Studios. Steve Razis is the executive vice president of the Paramount Global Podcast Group. Special thanks to Megan Marcus, Jeremy Westfall, Ainsley Rosito, Andrew Sarnow, Jason Reed, and Whitney Baxter from Paramount. And of course, David Glasser, David Huckin, and Michelle Newman from 101 Studios. Friday and streaming on Paramount Plus. Cal Fire's coming to you! Don't
Smith's TV's hottest show, Fire Country. This is a high-complexity rescue with a low chance of success. Follow the rules. Can you shave another day off your sentence? Critics call it explosive and pure entertainment. I'm a fella. I'm not fit to be anything else. You're not an inmate. You're a firefighter. Bring it on. Fire Country. New episode Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and now streaming on Paramount+.